We are talking today about a superpower, a superpower that each and every one of us have and how we can have the courage to lean into it. That gift, my friend, that superpower is known as curiosity. You know, the things that make you go, "Mm," that thing that piques up your interest. And then that thing that you quickly brush off because you think it'll never work. How can you begin to lean into it while not blowing up the rest of your life? Answering the question, you know, what do I even want? And what does that look like? We are going there today, my friend, helping you with all of that. You'll leave this episode with a curiosity blueprint and the courage to begin to lean into it. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled, 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 thrilled that you have found your way here. The shout out this week goes to a friend, a tribe member, a podcast listener who with such beauty, such courage and heart brought to my attention some verbiage that I used that was limiting. And as I read her message and her words, it made me think about how we all hear things in a day that may rub us in the wrong way. And we then are so quick to make assumptions to ourselves about the other person, right? They're an asshole. They're insensitive. How could they do this? especially in this this big cancel culture that we're in, right? And this friend did not do that. She took the time to share, share her story of what this meant to her, her community. When you know better, you do better. So I want this to be a lesson to us all that when you hear something, say something. Because it's not in what you say, It's how you say it. And to my dear friend who brought this to my attention, I hope that the courage that it took you to send that note helps unlock the courage to use your voice in all other facets of your life. We talk at great length here, great length, on the lens at which you look through life. Small little micro steps that help you change that lens because what you look for, you find. These little mindset hacks because we're not taught how to think, we're taught what to think. You, my friend, you can control the narrative of the conversations that are happening in your head with the asshole that lives up there that tells you that you suck, it'll never work out. You always fail, so it paralyzes you. Like, you can change that narrative. And one of the first things that you can begin to do is to keep these promises that you make to yourself. And I would love one of those promises to be to sign up for our our Monday Micro Step newsletter. That's where we go a little deeper. Every Monday, I hear your inbox with a little video clip of one little mindset hack you can do in the week ahead. It is available at, you can sign up at megan-miller.com, M-E-G-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-R, and I'm going to link that in the show notes. So please sign up so we can hit up your inbox every Monday with a little nugget, a little mindset hat 
for the week ahead. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high-performing go-getters simple, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so you can begin to turn down the voice, the narrative from the outside world and begin to turn up your intuition, the voice of what you want and connect with the person that you're never taught on how to connect with yourself. Begin to live your truth. And this is a great first step in doing that. So welcome. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions, like sleepwalking through life, right? Like you just you just pass in your dump in the car of your life and you let circumstance take the wheel. Well, you, my friend, are in a great place because I have been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be, chameleon, chameleon mode, people pleasing, you name it. I had it. And I finally got brave enough to pull the car over of my life, get out and look under the hood and uncover what I wanted. And that is the same exact gift that I want for you. Together, we are going to talk about these small practical steps that help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about because it can exist. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, my friends. Hello, 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 hello. You beautiful, badass humans. We are back at it again. I am recording this to you from the kitchen table on the Sunday afternoon, spicing things up, looking outside the window on a beautiful summer Sunday. The flowers are still alive in the backyard, which for us and the Magolas family is quite a quite a win. I don't know what it is about me. I either overwater them so then they are like drowning or I starve them like there's no in between. And I think that really is goes for me in many facets of my life. (laughs) Too much or not enough. There is nothing in between. It has been a relaxing, relaxing weekend in the Magola's household. We did a trip to Costco, one of my favorite places on earth. We had some time at the pool. We did a little cinnamon bun treat. And let me tell you what, I'm happy. I am happy. I think it's such a gift you can give yourself when you're able to trade expectation for appreciation. I heard my guy, Tony Robbins, say that once, and it it has stuck with me ever since. You ever hear something and then it's like, boom, it's like ingrained in you. When I heard him say that, trade your expectation for appreciation and your whole life changes. Man, it it changed the way I view it things. Anytime I start getting pissed off at the world because what I want isn't coming fast enough or in the package that I want, I reflect back, right back to that notion. Trade expectation for appreciation and how you show up in your life, what you look for, what you find that changes. Speaking of appreciation versus expectation, what I want to talk to you about today is this this word that keeps showing up in my life. And it's one that we all have. It is free for all of us to use. And it can really be our superpower 
if we have enough courage to lean into it. And that, my friend, is curiosity. Curiosity. Our world, we love a lane, don't we? We love a lane. We love a good old-fashioned checkbox. That is where we are comfortable. So we believe that we need to be in a certain box, and that's the lane. You know, I had um, a couple of things my mind goes to, as I say that, is the struggle that I had transitioning off this 15-year sales job in corporate America because that was my identity. That is what I knew. And I thought, well, if I'm not this, then who am I? Then I also had a girlfriend once share with me the story about how she was in corporate America. She was a lawyer and she always wanted to own a bake shop. And there was this bake shop in this cute little town she lived in. She would love to walk there in the morning. She would grab a muffin. She would grab the coffee. She would hear the locals talk to each other. And she always thought to herself as she was leaving that little bake shop, oh, my God, this would be so nice to own, own this. And then that became this dream of hers because that's what she kept telling herself like that. That is what would fulfill her to open this bake, bake shop. So she finally got fed up with the hours, with the stress of law and decided to quit her job in law, ripped that Band-Aid right the hell off, and she opened up a bake shop. So guess what? She spent her savings opening up the bake shop. She ripped that Band-Aid off of being a lawyer and went right into a bake shop owner, and she hated it. She absolutely hated it. What is the lesson here, my friends? It's this fact that we think we need to blow up our life to do the thing when there is so much more of a subtle little gift that we can lean into with a hell of a lot less risk called curiosity. Curiosity. She could have very easily met with that bake shop owner, right? Talk to that bake shop owner about the business and what they learned because someone can teach you in 15 minutes what it took them 15 years to learn. And then maybe if she was still intrigued, she could have spent a few weekends shadowing her, being at the bakery to see if it still lit her soul on fire the way she thought it would. For me, making this transition out of my 15-year corporate career I did not rip the Band-Aid off. I went under the thought process like, listen, everything is figure outable. So there has to be a way that I can explore this movement, delivering it to the world, getting on stages, speaking it, building this podcast, this community, while also still being able to bring in money for our mortgage. Because you know, and I know, when you are in such fear that you need the money to make the mortgage payment, you need this to put food on the table, you won't be successful because you are so fearful of you need this, you need this right now. And that comes across. So I built a margin of having a little cushion and I decided, well, it actually, I I wish I could say I decided the universe sort of let this unravel when I finally had enough courage to begin to to speak my dreams into the world and with a little curiosity, make one little tick every single day towards it, that my corporate career job decided and, and came back to me and it was a collaborative 
decision that I would continue to stay on to do some consulting work. And they were amazing about it and can and continue to have be, been amazing about it. And what's really great is that one, I can leverage the skill set I already have. Two, it's bringing finances into our household. And three, it is giving me the flexibility and the time to do the thing that I really love, which is delivering this movement to all of you. Curiosity can be such a gift for us if we lean into it. It does not ask much of us in return. The risk on curiosity is minimal if you know how to lean right into it. It's sort of like it's saying it's on your shoulder and it's saying to you, hey, just turn your head here slightly and look at me. The thing that makes you go, hmm, don't dismiss that. Don't dismiss that. We so quickly can get into our heads of this won't work. Why do I ever think I can do that? I, I, my job is X. I need to do X. We need to make money. I need to bring in X amount of income. Don't, don't dismiss that. Get curious about it one micro step at a time. I remember very vividly, you ever have these conversations with friends who aren't afraid to call you out on your shit? I hope you all have one because we all need one in our life. And I was having this conversation with my dear friend. I, I'm sure I've shared this with you guys before. Nancy Medoff, she's been on the show before and about what was next for my career. Talk about keeping things on surface level. I thought it was another sales job. <laughs> and newsflash, my friends, I could laugh about it now. Now I can, not in the moment, but it's never the surface thing. It never is. You know, as I'm laying out to her my spiel on why sales is another vertical for me, like this is going to fill all these missing checkboxes in my life was another sales job. She stops me deadpan and says, knock it the hell off. Knock it the hell off. What do you, you want for your life? And at that moment, you could have heard a pin drop. You could have heard a pin drop because I thought to myself, well, one, I never asked myself that question ever. And you think, really, Meg, you never did? No, I didn't. In my mid 30s, I had never asked that myself that question. My whole life was chameleon mode, my whole life. Chameleon mode, people pleasing. I was a master at it. Whoever you wanted me to be was who I was. So I never took the time to quiet the outside world because I was busy. Busy was my ML. Man, I'm busy. Hell, I barely had time to go to the bathroom in a day. That's how busy I was and how important I was. So I never took the time to quiet the outside world and ask myself what I wanted. That's number one. And then number two, at that time, I had no hobbies. No hobbies. I was busy is what I told myself. I was too busy. I was doing all the things with the job, which is what I thought the world told me I wanted, but I had exhausted myself and made myself such a shell of a human that the only thing I really ever wanted to do at the end of the day was binge drink. And let me tell you what, this moment, man, I can remember it like it was yesterday. You know, those emotional like life tattoos that we have those moments that bring you to your knees. We talked about them on last week's episode. This was one of them. 
And it was scary as all hell because I thought to myself, well, then who am I? And as humans, 90% of us have two major things that, that we need to feel safe. And that is certainty and that is significance. And at this moment, I felt neither of those. So you're going down that deep, dark abyss. And now that I'm on the other end of the tornado, can I tell you that that was some really good shit right there? Because now I was curious. Now I was taking the time. I was taking the silence. I was turning down the volume from the outside world, turning up the volume from those gut whispers, which were so silent and so quiet for so long to lean into curiosity, to say, what do I love? What did I love as a kid? What what lights me up? And the curiosity to begin to dig into those things. Now, if I knew that I'd succeed, if I knew fear was off the table, what would I do? And then I began to create this picture for my life, which I have to tell you today is even better than I could have ever imagined. My friend, this is exactly what I want for you. And you can have the courage, the bravery, the toolkit to lean into those curious whispers, because where it can lead you is even better than you could have ever imagined. And that is your superpower, my friend, leaning in to that little tiny whisper of curiosity that is sitting on your shoulder and all it is asking for is, hey, can you turn your head and look at me? Now I want to get you out of the passenger seat of your life and into the driver's seat. And I want to do this really cool exercise with you. I was um, I just did this last week and I thought it was the coolest shit. And I did this in a quiet room by myself, candle lit. I actually did it first thing in the morning, but you do what works for you that'll begin to, to crack that nut of curiosity. If you're somewhere where you can pull out a pen and paper, please do so. I want you to think of the first thing that comes to mind. Don't overthink this. If you're driving, you could even voice text your answers to yourself and put it into paper later. Or, hey, listen, why don't you come back to this during your lunch break? Take a look at where we are in the time, pause it, and come back to this during your lunch break. Make this your micro-step commitment to yourself today because aren't your dreams, aren't the things you're curious about, Aren't they worth hitting the pause button of the emails, the task list, the to-dos, taking care of your partner, your kids, your house? Aren't, aren't you important on that list? You ready, guys? Here is question number one. If I didn't care what people thought, I would. And I want you to just write the first thing that comes to you. If I didn't care what people thought, I would. Question number two. If I was sure that I would succeed, I would. If I was sure I would succeed, I would. Question number three, if I had the nerve, if I had the nerve, if I had the courage, I would. And question number four, if I wasn't worried about the future, I would. If I wasn't worried about the future, I would. And I want you to take a moment 
And I want you to just look at what you wrote. And I want you to give yourself a high fluffing five, you badass, because you just took the time, the silence, the curiosity, some of the hardest shit that it is to do. And you ignited that inner gut whisper, that curiosity to awaken your most trusted advisor, you. Now, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to keep this somewhere where you can see it. I have mine in the front of my journal where I see it every morning. You could put yours in your office. You could put it in the front of your journal like I did. You could put it by your nightstand table somewhere, somewhere you can look at that and get excited. And then I want you to make one small promise, one small little promise of one thing you're going to do that gets you closer to one of those things. Is it taking the class? Is it asking that person out? Maybe it's signing up for the dating site or the gym membership, and you're afraid to because you keep telling yourself you need to lose 10 more pounds before you do the thing. Just do it. Maybe it's taking the weekend getaway to the place of your dreams of where you want to live. You know, I did that one time. I took a trip by myself. This was before Michael was in my life just to get away, a different change of scenery. And I was by the water and I explored and it was just such a really cool experience by myself. So if you can't get away for a weekend, maybe it's a night, a night for you, by you, with you one night. And here is the major clincher. Here is what holds us back. The stories we tell ourselves. So I want you to do it. Make this promise and then do the hardest thing there is. Do it. Keep it to yourself even when you don't feel like it. Even when that voice in your head is like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. This is stupid. I'm not doing this. I'm busy. Do it. My life changed drastically when every morning I started doing two things. Two things and I kept these promises to myself. One was one act of service for someone. One simple thing that could be done in less than a minute. It could be the text to a friend. It could be sending a handwritten note to someone in my life. It could be telling the colleague, hey, like you did a really great job on this presentation this week. It could be leaving a love note for your partner in their office or by where they drink their coffee, something, one small act of service. And then one thing that got me closer to my dreams, the things that made me happy, those things that you just wrote down, One thing, 10 minutes. I have that exact journal process, that four-step journal process on megan-miller.com. It's a pop-up. I would love for you to download it, infuse it into your mornings. It's a great way to show up for you before the rest of the world gets a hold of you. Turn down the volume on the rest of the world and allow that curiosity to sit behind the driver's seat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend, for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. I want you to text us. We have a text line. We do. For our international friends, you can hit us up on WhatsApp. I am going to put the text line in our show notes here. Drop us a note. Let us know what you like. What aha moments have you had? Do you have an idea for an episode? 
What do you want to hear more of? I've been noodling on around on doing these little listener snippets and, and highlighting some of our listeners and their stories. And I would love for you to help me to begin to craft that. Link is in the show notes. Please reach out. And if you like what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that would benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially, especially when that message is around putting power back into your life. Till next time, you beautiful, badass humans, carry on with intention.